the neurosurgeon and doctor, they decided to, you know, call it quits on that. They said, yeah, sat me down and said, look, it's no good for you. If you keep going like this, you won't be able to walk by the time you're 40. Uh, so that was enough to make my wife said, you know, either either leave your job or I'll leave you because, no, nah, not really. She didn't really say that. But, you know, she's like, I don't want you doing that. Like, you know, you can't be doing You've got four kids. Um, I'm like, yeah, fair enough. So, look, I never thought that I'd be in sales. I can tell you that right now. Today, we have a very special guest on the show and I can't wait for you to meet him. As part of my goal to talk to as many frontline sellers as possible, I've got a great story to share with you today. And I know you'll love just how down to earth this guest is, how humble he is, and what you really want to know is that he's also a high-performing BDR. You see, over the last few months, Kai Phillipson has booked an on-target of 30 meetings or more every month. But that's not the real story here. And I just can't wait for you to meet him and, and for him to share that story with you. But before I do bring him in, if you're listening to this and one of your teammates or someone you know is getting great results in their sales role, why not do us both a favor and dob them in and maybe we can get them on the podcast. I'm Mark McGuinness and this is the Best of Sales Skills Podcast. Thank you for listening. Now let's jump in and have a chat with Kai. Kai Phillipson, welcome to the show. Oh, Mark, as you know, mate, I'm always one that's too eager to speak. So there you go. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I've, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, mate, so have I. Um, you know, and people will figure out why we've sort of been talking about this for a, for a little while uh, in, the, in the background. But, mate, I'm, uh, it's, re- it's a pleasure to have you on because you've really earned it. And I think people are just going to love, you, love your story. No, so, thank mate, you so much. Mate, t- tell us a little bit about um, you know what you do, who you work for now, what you do. <laughs> yep. Well, now I'm an SDR BDR at Sales Dev. Yeah. Uh, so, mate, working on business to business meetings, and at the moment I'm back in my in my uh, element. So back where we'll get to that eventually. But uh, talking to builders, construction, uh, mining. And it's been amazing. I've absolutely, I've had the best month of my career and I look forward to, you know, getting into that a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, so you're doing really, really well. So let's give people some, a little bit of background. So tell us a bit about your working background. So, you know, how old yeah. are you and what, are you, what have you been doing? And Yeah. So I'm 31 and for the last bar this year, for the last 13 years, I've been in construction. Uh, so from, you know, 16 at school, uh, I started, I was scaffolding back then. But then I've been, yeah, I've been a construction worker since then. And I started as a labourer at IND, doing high-rise formwork stuff in the city. Worked my way up to become a chippy there yep. and was a chippy for about four years and then ended up being a leading hand for them as well. And you know, absolutely love the job. Loved being outdoors. Love having a good banter and laugh with the boys. Uh, yeah, so that, that's my working past there. Yeah. So, um, and and now you've found yourself in a sales role working with me. And mate, before we go any further, mate, let me make you blush, mate. We're delighted to have you on the team. You make a, a great contribution, um, not only for your sales results but to the team you know you're a real bubbly guy you've got a super positive outlook and you support your teammates um and make it easy for you know kevin and i to come to work mate so you know we love having you on the team so 
it's um it's great that you're doing such a good job that you come on the show so uh thank you very much mate you, you know we love you <laughs> so, so what, how did you get into sales? Like, so here you are, you know, tippy yep. builder. What happened then? Tell us about that. Oh, a bit of doom and gloom here now, Mark. <laughs> uh, well, I'd say my world come crashing down when it first happened. I uh, injured me back at work. Uh, so herniated, bulged, uh, four discs in my lower back. Mm-hmm. And I've done everything possible to get back to being a chippy or even being in my leading hand roll. Uh, so I've done, so it happened like three years ago. And so I tried physio, uh, you know, massage, hydro, like in pretty much everything, seen neurosurgeons, countless appointments. But um, yeah, about end of last year, we come to the decision, you know, I had gone back to and from work as well, but it was just, I just couldn't deal with the pain, uh, couldn't lift anything and also worked in the city. So the travel was also a bit of a, yeah, something that I struggled with, um, just couldn't sit trying to move around on a train uh yeah just just wasn't meant to be in the end so yeah the neurosurgeon and doctor they decided to you know call it quits on that they said yeah sat me down and said look no good for you if you keep going like this you won't be able to walk by the time you're 40 uh so that was enough to make my wife said you know either either leave your job or i'll leave you because no not really she didn't really say that but you know she's like i don't want you doing that like you know, you can't be doing it. You've got four kids. Um, I'm like, yeah, fair enough. So, look, I never thought that I'd be in sales. I can tell you that right now. Like, I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, you know, I was very stressed about it. And then my mate, Leon, who worked at IND with me as well, he'd started his sales career a couple of years ago before I got in. And he was working at sales dev. He's like, oh, mate, this sounds perfect for you. You know, like, they're a good team, good bunch of guys. And when he was saying, like, good bunch of guys, sales, yeah, right, no worries. Um, he was like, look, come have an interview and, you know, see how you go. So I did, uh, sat down with, yeah, Kev at the start, um, and here I am today. Six months, what are we in now, Mark? Uh, seven months in, seven months in. Seven months, six or seven months in, yeah. So, and, you know, and, and the results that you're achieving, mate, I think are fantastic for somebody that's come from, and I say nowhere, you know, keep, Building is, is not nowhere, but no, yeah, I know what you're saying. for our industry with no experience, um, you know, I think you've you've done a tremendous job, and you know, part of that has been your ability to try and learn and suck up new knowledge and put it into practice. You know, like you actually really apply yourself, which I think is fantastic. I can only imagine how good you were as a builder and as a leading hand, but um, you're certainly nah, a, good, thank you, man. a good hand to have around here. No, nah, um, I appreciate it. <laughs> So, you know, so basically um, to point the picture, right, so you, you have to work standing up, sitting down, so you jump up and down about every half hour or so, like sitting down for too long or standing up for too long, just you can't do it, can you? Yeah, it doesn't, so I'm about to stand up right now. But, um, yeah, it, it, yeah, I can't do it. So this is why, I sat, you know, this role, especially with you guys, um, it's so flexible for me, um, you know, especially with the hours, you know, as long as I do my hours, and, you know, well, you are very flexible with that too. But, you know, I can sit, I can stand up, I can, you know, sort of walk around, make my calls. And, you know, especially now that I've sort of developed where I don't exactly need the scripts, it's made it a lot easier for me too. 
Um, so yeah, just being in this, just the flexibility around my injury has just been amazing. Uh, it's been a godsend for me, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is not an ad for, for our business, by the way. So, but what the things that I thought that was really, <laughs> the reason why I wanted to get you on was two things, right? Just the yep. transition from builder to BDR, you know, and how yeah. quickly you were able to do that. And then the second thing was, what was your expectation from outside coming into like a sales role and dealing with other salespeople? Because when you told me that, that's what really <laughs> blew me away. So- oh, okay. So this is funny. So yeah, as I said, I've been in construction my whole life. You know, we, we feel like we're pretty macho men, um, you know, and the sales, you know, we, you get that odd sales call there and you think, mate, what's this idiot want? Like you just hang out the phone, like don't want a bar of it to be honest. And I thought sales are a bunch of nerdy guys sit in a dark room, play video games, but uh, <laughs> I was wrong. My first day at sales, Dev, I, I come in, you know, we we are remote, so do a Zoom meeting and, you know, I've got people with alien backgrounds, um, different hats going on. I'm like, <laughs> they're all taking the piss out of each other and, yeah, I was blown away that day. I was, it, it was not what I expected at all, <laughs> not by any chance. <laughs> Yeah, well, you fitted in very well. And I think the thing that I really, I really took away was I can't believe you guys are into the footy. I'm like, well, what do you think we're going to be? Oh. Like- <laughs> hey, legit. So, you know, we've got Mark, loves extreme sports, loves his footy. We've got Pat, Mr. Olympian. Yeah. You know, great bike ride on. And then Kev and loves a good wine, smoke and meat. Like, it's the last thing I would have thought I was going to get out of you guys, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, mate, I'm, I'm glad you think that we're normal people. But I think that, you know, there's something there for everybody that people really misunderstand or miss, you know, what sales is about. But let's get to something that I think is really important. You know, you've had a breakthrough in the last six or eight weeks, right? So because of your back, you only work four hours a day, right? So basically, you know, I think last month you hit 16 or 17 meetings. So if you assume that we double that number to create, you know, a standard work month, that gives you like that 30, 32 meetings, which is incredible amount of, my, of meetings. And if you look at this month, I think, you know, you're going to do 20 and we're like on the 20th of September, right? So you've still got a third of the month to go. And that's working off four. So, you know, the equivalent is 40 meetings for a full-time BDR, XDR. So they're incredible numbers, but something happened, didn't it? What, where was 100%. your breakthrough? 100%. The big breakthrough was the fear. Fear was holding me back something chronic. Um so, you know, I am a people's person and I never thought I'd have a fear of making a phone call. But, man, like I didn't want to make the dial. I was like I was scared of rejection, uh, which is something I never thought I'd be, you know, worried about either. But, you know, I think when you, you know, you make those first calls and you, you knew it and you get those objections and even though, you know, you've got the training, you just accept it and it's like, oh, okay, no worries, it's not for you. No worries, all, all the best, have a good day. And it was just breaking past that thing of fear, like just letting go of that fear. So now, you know, when I, when I get that objection, I'm able to handle that because I don't have the fear of their rejection. And that's just been the game changer for me. Yeah. yeah. So we've really seen the length of your calls um, have extended, haven't they? Like you've gone from – because you were making dials. It's not like you weren't calling. No, nah, Yeah. Yeah. So, so where was it? What's that part that's that's changed that's allowed you to stay in the call a bit longer? Just well, just building and training. Uh, you know, learning the different techniques that there is to learn in sales, which is another thing. When I first started, I didn't think there was a technique to sell and something. It was just either you want it or you don't. 
but you know they don't know they want it like honestly so you know when they say it's not for me or why is that you know why is that why isn't it for you you know you get to delve deeper into their problem and you know that you find out that it is for them and but i just had that fear that i didn't want to ask those questions i I was fear of you know shut up look i don't want to tell you like what's your problem but it's not like that it's a human to human peer-to-peer conversation yeah and and i think i can say you know if anything you err too much on the side of caution you know if the person doesn't say yeah i'm interested you're like well maybe we'll just call you back another day or like so i don't think you know that you book people into a meeting that they don't want i I think you probably leave meetings on the on the table if i was to be honest no so you may i've touched on this with you like what i'm running at the moment you know i could almost put people into meetings that they don't want to be in and and i'm not about that um yeah, I've seen other side of things of that and it's it's not something, you know, that I'll do. And it's just, you know, I'm getting meaningful meetings because now I'm asking all the right questions and I'm not, not having that fit. When they do, re- you know, give me an objection at the start, I'm, I'm happy to handle that. I'm happy to talk through that with them to find out why they thought that in the first place. But the big thing is was fear, fear of making the dial, fear of rejection. Um, that, and that, that's gone. You know, I might get that on my next campaign at the very start, have that fear. and But but also that comes back to me as well, you know, maybe not putting enough research right at the start and knowing the exact product or business that we're, you know, trying to help out at the time. Um, so I think that's a big thing, knowing what I'm calling about. You know, so what's replaced that fear? So, you know, before you were thinking about, oh, you know, I hope this doesn't go badly or I hope... Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so whatever it was, you, said, you know, what are you, what are you thinking now instead? I'm thinking, you know, how can I get them to understand, you know, why I'm calling or understand their problem? Like, so, you know, I had that fear of, yeah, of the rejection, but now what, I've just replaced it with confidence and like, you know, more like curiosity. Curiosity actually has been we yeah curiosity instead of being fear of being curious as to why they don't you know want to take a meeting or even talk to me in the first place so that's pretty cool so what without naming the names of the businesses i'm not sure that we can do that so but what what are some of the so you'll have to go slow but but what what, what sort of stuff you know what sort of people have you talked to so you said you've talked just construction people yeah six months who have you spoken to I've spoken to, so in finance, uh, I've spoken to CEOs, CFOs there. Yeah. Um, that that was a tough one. But in saying that, you know, it was my first one I'd ever done too. And, you know, fear played a mass. I'd love to, if, if the, you know, if it comes up again, I'd love to tackle that because I'm a different person than I was six months ago. Uh, yeah, so finance, uh, tech, we've, you know, we covered all kinds of tech into every different uh, industry you could think of pretty much. Um, yep. So, so I don't, CIOs, I don't know how far CTOs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, business managers, um, yeah, a whole range of people. Like I've spoken to site, yeah, from site managers up to the CFOs, up to even the business owners uh, on a campaign I did just before this. We'll call in the, you know, the entrepreneurs that have started their business and, you know, their small business with six or seven people and, yeah, we were targeting them. That's right. Yep, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other people we've spoken to, CFOs and CEOs of non-for-profits, 
Um, yeah. Who else? Schools. Yeah, I didn't know whether I could say that then, but yeah, schools. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, so you've you've really been you've a pretty broad section of. Oh, I've got a people. I've got a good one we missed. Who? And this was this was a tough one, but I had heaps of fun with it. This this built my confidence. Um, but gatekeepers and cancels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how, how did it? Because yeah, actually, I think you're probably the best on our team for gatekeepers and cancels. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what? So you know, what's how would you advise somebody get good at doing at handling gatekeepers? What's this? How would you say? You just got to use now. I do get these wrong, <laughs> but you, you just got to use authority with the gatekeepers. Like you, you got to be, you got to show authority. Um, you know, because their their job is for you to bounce. You know, and if you're not putting your place in in authority, and maybe, oh, I've got to think of the right one, but making it too hard for them to even understand, like make putting it complex, a well, yeah. make it complex for them. Like complex, talk with authority. Uh, that's been a massive, massive one for me, for sure. Yep. Yeah. You, you're, you're you're very good at those. So I'm very comfortable if uh, there's a campaign that's got gatekeepers because you just you're able to um, make it clear to the gatekeeper that you're not just a Joe Average that you deserve to be put through, based on the importance of the message that you've got to deliver. Yeah, I even had them getting the sticky notes out and walking them to their office to the yeah. BM's office at points. You know, it was yeah, it was good. So, um, so, so there you go, builder to BDR in six months, um, not, but not just BDR. You know, there'd be a lot of people listening to this that would love to be getting 30 or 40 meetings uh, in any of those sectors um, a month, Kai. So, mate, congratulations. You know, yeah, you're definitely what you would be classified as, as a high-performing BDR and to come from where you did under the circumstances what you did I think is in- incredible. And um, I'm sure a lot of people have got the same level of admiration for you as what I do. No, thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's been it's been a great, yeah, a great six months, and especially the last two months when I've come into my own now. It's been yeah, it's been amazing, and I appreciate all the help along the way. So, just before I let you go, what advice would you give someone that's struggling a little bit? Um, what would you say they they should do? Well, I mean, I've covered it. We've covered it here and I don't want to repeat what I've said, but okay. honestly, let go of that fear. Like the fear held me back. Like, you know, you sit there, I'm sure there is people listening, you know, you have that fear of just even making that dial. Let it go. Like you're talking to a human, you're talking to a peer-to-peer, like, you know, we're all cut from the same stone, you know, like it's, that's what I really, and, and I don't know why, and I'm not sure if I was the only one, but um. You know, I don't know why we feel like that. Like, we're just making a phone call. We're just speaking to another person. And you know what? They, it, what's the worst thing they're going to say, mate? Get lost. Like, I don't want to speak to you. I don't take cold calls. Why don't you take a cold call, mate? You never know what you could miss. <laughs> Not miss out on. I shouldn't say that. But you know, that, that's the worst that's going to happen. And I, and I feel if you just get over that fear. And we don't get many of them, really, do you? No, no. <laughs> You, we actually really do not at all. Um, maybe actually, look, I don't want to take up too much of the time here, Mark, but um, when when I first started, I actually sounded like a straight cold caller. So, like I said, if we if I get a chance to go back to that first one that we ran uh, when I was speaking to the high-level CFOs and CEOs, um, I haven't had anyone say this to me in, you know, in the last three months. Is this a cold call? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, and but in my first couple of months, 
mate, man, the amount of people that said that to me was ridiculous. And it was to do with my tone and my voice. So the way I'm speaking on this podcast, you wouldn't hear me talking like this on the phone. That's for sure. <laughs> and that all plays a part in it. Uh, just the way, you know, you present, you know, you can present yourself on the phone for sure because that's, yeah, definitely something that's changed for me too. That, that was a big thing that's uh, made this a lot easier for me the past few months. Mate, thanks very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. You're a legend. No, nah, no worries, Mark. Cheers, man. You have a good one. Thank you.